All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Todd Coconato Radio Show here on Real Talk Radio. Welcome to the broadcast. Very excited to have you here. We speak the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is a strong tower. The righteous run into and they are saved. Come on. Come on. Get fired up today. God is not done with you. He's not done with your situation. He's not done with your life. He's not done with America. It is a time to stand, lions and generals. Time to roar. Speak the name of Jesus. There's no other answer. There's no other solution. There's no other way. It's not through a politician. It's not through some other means that we think that we're going to come up with in our flesh. It's only Jesus. He is the answer. We speak the name of Jesus. And when we speak the name of Jesus, demons flee. Demons tremble. They have to flee in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. My goodness. That's why they try to take the name of Jesus out of everything. That's why they try to take away the Ten Commandments. They try to take away prayer in schools. They try to take away your your ability as a as a believer to speak truth. Notice the censorship online. It's it's just getting ridiculous, right? But Jesus is a strong tower. The righteous run in and they are safe. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. I don't know what else we would do. What else would we do, right? All right. Anyways, many, many things to talk about. If you didn't check out this week's Lions and Generals on His Glory TV with myself and Pastor Dave Scarlett, I would highly recommend uh, Mike Lindell came on, and uh, Mike just did an awesome job of explaining where we're at with a lot of the stuff going on with the uh, election, and I think it's worth a listen. A lot of platforms won't allow us to play what Mike said because, well, you know, we're at Mount Carmel and the prophets of Baal versus the prophets of God. The prophets of Baal versus the prophets of God. That's where we're at. And they are raging, the spirit of Antichrist raging. Look what happened in China when Nancy Pelosi went out there. You know, I mean, it's like the demons, you know, she's like the, the there was literally articles calling her a witch. I was talking about this in last week's show. I mean, how crazy is it? It's so in our face. It's so in our face, friends. And so I really believe we're at this showdown moment. It's, it's like a Mount Carmel. We're at the showdown. It's, it's now or never. We got to call out the fake prophets of Baal. They're liars. I want to read a scripture, a few scriptures on endurance. Endurance. We got we to gotta stay focused. We got to stay in this. Romans 5, 1 through 21, it says, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through him, we have obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in the hope of glory of God. More than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given unto us. Amen? We have the Holy Spirit. We, we have all the tools. I talk about this often. We have all the tools. If, you're, if you've been down, let me read this scripture to you. Isaiah 41.10. 
It says, so do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Isaiah 41.10. God is not going to just leave you hanging. I know that's what the devil wants you to think. God's going to leave you hanging. He's going to forget. He's forgotten about you. Your prayers aren't heard. It's the end. That's it. You know, just get ready to be raptured out. There's nothing else we can do. Nonsense. Nonsense. Of course, there's more things we could do. Of course, there's more things we could do. We could do what the Bible tells us to do. We could do what the Bible tells us to do and take our position. Take our position and stand. God is going to go before us like he did the children of Israel. He's going to go before us. He's going to pave a way. He's going to make a way where it seems like there's no way. I just really believe we're in this very pivotal crossroads period, not only in in America, but in our personal life. We have to endure. We've got to endure. Romans 15, 13 says this. It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. That doesn't sound like God wanted us to just be beat down and depressed and give up, does it? No, it doesn't sound like that to me. All right, we're going to uncover a few things in today's broadcast. Uh, I love my friend, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. He's a pastor down in Tampa, Florida. He's got an amazing ministry. And Pastor Rodney has really been on the forefront of sharing truth. In fact, he was somebody that um, stayed open. I don't know if you remember that. And he was arrested during the pandemic. Yeah, he was arrested for having church in America. Can you imagine that? So he gets arrested for having a church service. And then after that, they have this thing called the stand. He gets out. Obviously, I think the charges were dropped. Uh, You know, a couple people stepped up like Matt Staver of Liberty Council. And I think even the governor of Florida got involved. uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, I think. But, you know, something happened where anything, the charges were dropped. But this pastor, this man of God, and a friend of mine, he stood. And so he was on the Alex Jones show. I thought he was saying some really good things about Fauci. In fact, he was calling for the arrest of Fauci for crimes against humanity. That's why I want to cover this. Here's a pastor. We talk about lions and generals. You may not agree with everything Pastor Rodney says. If that's you, that's okay. I I personally think he's a great pastor and a dear friend, like I said. But if you don't agree with him, that's fine. But you got to give him credit for what he's doing and standing. And, and by the way, revival is happening at the river down there in Tampa Bay. I mean, they have a massive pavilion where thousands of people come together and congregate on a regular basis there. I think they have church every night and the spirit of God is moving. In fact, I got to minister down there a few months back and then I was at the school as well, ministered to the students who I love at the river school. So if you're in that area, I would definitely recommend if you're in Florida near Tampa and driving distance, or even not driving distance, go down to the river at Tampa Bay. But listen to what Pastor Rodney said about Fauci and arresting him for crimes against humanity. Here we go. And I think last time I was on your program, we talked about it, where they underestimated. They thought that America was one country and we just bow. They didn't realize we actually 50 states and the states are sovereign. So unlike the UK or other nations where they actually have to obey, we don't. We have a constitution. Exactly. And And Fauci last week said Americans are bad. They don't know how to obey authority. Well, he's not a real authority. Everything he said is a lie. Plus, he doesn't work. Listen, the guy guy is a a puppet put there 
basically by the World Health Organization and the United Nations. He res he talks to them. They tell him what to do, and then he forces it on the American people. That guy should be arrested immediately. And for all of the stuff perpetrated on humanity, really war crimes, totally. Soros should be arrested right now. Fauci should be arrested. Bill Gates should be arrested. All these people that are complicit in wreaking havoc on our planet. But they're losing, Alex. They are losing. It's coming unraveled. All right. Pretty powerful stuff right there. Let me tell you, and uh, we're going we're gonna to go back into that in just a second here, but I love when a pastor speaks truth. Don't you love that? Isn't this what we need in our country as pastors to speak truth? This is what we need. Lions and generals, pastors who are willing to speak the truth, pastors who are willing not to sit here and worry about their Starbucks inside their church. Anyway, let, let's go back to this clip for some more. To be shut down during the first days of the lockdowns two and a half years ago. He was arrested by the Soros-backed and controlled prosecutor and thrown in jail, but he still got right back out and kept his huge international church with tens of thousands of members just alone in the Tampa area, the largest church, going, serving thousands of poor with food a day and so much more. And now the worm has turned big time. We'll be talking to him in a moment, but first here's a little bit of DeSantis' announcement and a little bit of his visit to Tucker Carlson last what DeSantis said. The Constitution of Florida has vested the veto power in the governor, not in individual state attorneys. And so when you flagrantly violate your oath of office, when you make yourself above the law, uh, you have violated your duty, uh, you have neglected your duty, and you are displaying a lack of competence uh, to be able to reform those duties. And so today we are suspending state attorney Andrew Warren. Come on. Well, Tucker, you documented the destruction that we've seen with these Soros prosecutors around the country where they basically take it upon themselves to determine which laws should be followed and which laws should not be followed. And I can tell you in Florida's constitution, uh, that constitution vests the veto power in the governor, not an individual district attorney or state attorney where they can pick and choose. And so I asked my staff to review all state attorneys in the state of Florida. I wanted to see who was picking and choosing. And this is the guy that all the line prosecutors, all the law enforcement said, uh, he thinks he can pick and choose which laws. And he actually signed letters saying he wouldn't force laws against uh, transgender surgeries for minors. Unbelievable, unbelievable. <laughs> this is why we fight, right? We'll be right back. This is the Taco Now Show. up get fired up saints of god where's the remnant oh no they thought we were gonna just go away and, and just back down we're not backing down no way lions and generals that's what we need pastors people of god that are willing to stand people that are willing to stand up and say wait a minute remember everyone's trying to say this whole romans 13 thing i had all these pastors and people getting in touch with me during the quote-unquote pandemic, Pastor Todd, what about Romans 13? Well, that doesn't apply to tyranny. That doesn't apply when your government is out of control and they're pushing things that are against the word of God, like do not forsake the assembling together of the brethren when they were trying to close the churches down. Do you remember that? How many people caved, capitulated? Now, again, I'm not 
mad at those. I know some of you that are listening, you're, you're pastors and you're good people. And by the way, I'm not here to attack pastors because pastoring is one of the most difficult jobs, especially if you're a real shepherd. If you're a real shepherd who's actually shepherding the flock and has a pastor's heart, it is a very difficult, very stressful job unless you lay things down before the Lord, which we need to do. So I'm not here to bash pastors. And I know that there was a period when we weren't sure what was going on and you know the way that they were reporting things. And, and we didn't really know, is there a pandemic? Is there not a pandemic? So you know, a lot of churches shut down in that initial stage. I mean, even President Trump was telling the country to shut down. So I'm not against anybody who shut down. I mean, most churches did. But I'm talking once, once you found out through discernment and through the Holy Spirit showing us, like, wait a minute here. This is a spiritual battle. They're trying to shut down the voices of the church. They're trying to shut down the people of God. And, and you know, we started realizing that there's nefarious things happening behind the scenes. It's all starting to come out, by the way. It's all starting to come out. I mean, it's, it's been coming out. If anybody, you know, for those of you that in, did your due diligence of investigating from the get down, you know, from the beginning, you knew a lot of you were awake from the beginning, but some of you, it's okay. You, you know, it took a little while and then you started seeing some things, the bears data and, you know, all this stuff that started coming up. You said, wait a minute here, something's not right. And you started doing some research. Either one, if you knew the whole time or just recently awakened, I'm not mad at you either way. The bottom line is we have to come to some type of understanding here where we realize there's more to this story and that it wasn't kosher, if you know what I'm saying. And, and they try to censor any voices that are speaking out against it because they, they only want you to speak their mainstream narrative. You know, like triple vax, triple boosted, whatever it is, you know, and still getting COVID. <laughs> you know, and, and again, if you took the shot, whatever, that's, that's on you. I mean, look, that's between you and God. I'm not here to judge or condemn you, okay? But I'm just saying, like, we all collectively have to understand They've been trying to take away our religious liberty and freedoms. They've been trying to take away our rights. Look how many people. I know an NYPD guy that was literally one of the heroes that saved people from the Twin, the twin Towers. I mean, literally was going in there, dealt with respiratory issues for years after that because of all the debris. And he was right about to get his pension and retire. And because he wouldn't take the jab, guess what happened to him? He lost his job. And now he's in a litigation fighting for his his future and his pension. And I, I pray to God he wins that and that, that case becomes a precedent for so many other people because I'm telling you, what an unfair situation. Just like these nurses and doctors, maybe you, maybe you lost your job because you stood. God bless you. You know, if you wanted to get the jab, that's on you. Look, you prayed about it, that's on you. If you got it, I'm not here to condemn you. I pray that you have no uh, complications due to that and we just cover you by the blood of Jesus but I'm not here to judge you. You, you do what you got to do. Look, I was just one of these guys that I was not going to come out like some of these other preachers did and say, well, I think you should get the jab. Jesus would get the jab. I never said that. Jesus would absolutely not get the jab. In fact, I was ridiculed for saying Jesus would not get the jab. Can you imagine that? How does, how does anybody ridicule somebody for saying Jesus? Of course, Jesus would not get a jab. What do you, do you think Jesus, the God of heaven and earth needs a vaccine? Give me a break. But if you even talk about this, they put like some label on you and, you know, you're a, you're a denier, you're this, you're that, you're, uh, who knows, I'm probably racist for saying this. Of course, I'm not racist, obviously. I have so many friends of every different color and creed and we have a ministry that goes all around the world with so many different people that we help and bless and people bless us and, it, you know, we work with everybody. So, but, you know, of course, they'll label you racist and xenophobic and white nationalist and all these ridiculous things, 
you know, what do they call people, cisgender now? It, it, are you kidding me? We've got to speak what, it, what the truth is. The truth will set you free. Call a spade a spade. This is where the church has, has messed up, is that we played along with this game for too long. It's time for us to come out from among them, folks. It's time for us to come out from among them. I'm going to continue to play this clip. This is uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on the Tucker Carlson Show. And then I think we'll go back to the Alex Jones show. I just think this is important to cover. See, I have no problem covering other people's shows because I'm in the battle for truth and righteousness. And I'm not here for followers or likes or whatever. You know, if you want to follow me, follow me. If you don't, don't. Look, I hope I'm pointing you to Jesus all the time. I say, don't follow Todd, follow God. This isn't about a name or a ministry. Let's go ahead and play this clip here. The Constitution, prosecutors have no role in that. They don't have the legal right, the constitutional right to selectively enforce the law, or am I missing something? No, you're right, but here's the here's what, what Soros is doing. It's actually smart on his part. They can't get these things enacted in a legislature where you're just gonna right. let criminal run, run. So what they do, he will get involved in these Democrat primaries in a Democrat area. He'll flush a million dollars to get the radical to win the primary. Then they usually win the general because of the party affiliation difference in the jurisdiction. So then you get him in there, And what they do is they want to change the criminal justice system through non-enforcement. So it's a total end run around our constitutional system. The results obviously have been destructive around the country, uh, but it also really undermines the idea that ours is supposed to be a government of laws, not a government of individual men. Wow, good stuff right there. Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, so thankful for his stance for truth. And I know that's why he's gained so much, uh, you know, respect from the conservative, you know, the Trump movement. Let, let's listen to Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. Amazing. And we've got him with us to talk about this. DeSantis sends cops to physically remove suspended Soros back state attorney. And they want to get into, obviously, the state-owned computers and see what directives he was getting from Soros. This is, and that's A warrant's not needed because it's the governor, and he's in command of that and in command of law enforcement. Uh, instead, they think these prosecutors are the governors. So, Rodney Howard Brown, congratulations on being steadfast and helping lead preachers worldwide to stand up to this. I wanted to get you on. I appreciate you coming on on short notice. God bless you. No, thank you, Alex. You know, uh, there was no doubt in my mind that we were targeted by Soros because 22 years ago, I was in the big church in Budapest and that church had a revival. They're the ones that kicked Soros out of Hungary. So I've always been Andy Soros because I already knew what he was doing around the world, you know, as you've already talked about a lot on your program. And so I probably was not aware that that attorney that came after me, the district attorney was actually a Soros operative. I didn't, I didn't realize it. And, um, I felt at the time when I got arrested and I was in prison and came out, they dropped all charges, obviously, because the Constitution was with me and not with them. But I didn't, I felt not to sue. And now look at look what the Lord did. Everything turned around. And what's so crazy is the governor came right to the office where the warrant for my arrest was issued. And I actually should have been there yesterday, but we got in late from Fort Worth. We landed about 3.30 in the morning. and. Um, by the time I got to bed, I, I, you know, and then I also didn't want to go there. Kind of, I actually didn't really know what the full meeting was about. I was invited to be there with the governor, but in retrospect, it would look like I was. All right, we got to uh, go to a commercial break. We're going to be right back. This is the Todd Coconato Show. All the things were gone. I'd work for all my life. 
And I had to start again With just my children and my wife All right, ladies and gentlemen, Todd Coconato Show. You can find us at toddcoconato.com, pastortodd.org. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to today's broadcast. Real Talk Radio 93.3 FM and on the App Store. You can find that, Real Talk Radio 93.3. Thank you so much for having this show on 93.3 FM and on the Real Talk Radio station. Thank you for giving a platform for truth. So important. And we go all around the world. People are tuning in from just about every country. Pretty amazing stuff. And so thank you. If you want to help support this grassroots show, you can go to toddcoconado.com slash give. ToddCoconado.com slash give. That's what keeps the operation uh, going. Uh, We're fully listener supported. And we are fighting a Goliath. And I believe we're winning because that's why they're so afraid of us. They're so afraid of this movement, whether it's the MAGA movement or the truth movement, whatever you want to call it, the the remnant, which as my friend Mario Murillo says, I don't even know if we can call it a remnant anymore because it's getting so big, but I still call it a remnant because... We need the righteous remnant, and there's still a lot of people with their heads buried that need to be awakened. And so we are awake, not woke. I will tell you there's a, there's a, there's a, a vibrance. There's, a, there's something happening. People feel it in their spirit, even though you know there's, there's certain things we could look at in the natural, like the overturning of Roe v. Wade. That was a huge deal. You know, what about the Georgia Guidestones coming down? What about all these people that are being exposed everywhere that, that have been doing all types of corrupt things, and all of a sudden it's coming out. So I think there's a lot of, of reason to be hopeful. Of course, for me as a preacher, as an evangelist, as a pastor, the big deal for me is when I go around the country, I've never seen the lines as long as they are right now. I've never seen as many people wanting to get delivered and healed and set free. Uh, people are returning back to Jesus Christ. Prodigals are coming home, misfits. Uh, we're going to beaches and baptizing people. We're going to be up in New York this week baptizing people. I mean, how cool is that? Batavia, I mean, there's, there's revival, full revival that's starting to happen. I believe we're on the cusp of this. That could be the greatest revival, I believe it is, that will ever happen on the history of this planet until the Lord returns. And the Lord is coming back for a church without spot nor wrinkle. So there's been a shaking that's been going on. This had to happen. This season had to happen to get rid of the apathy and the complacency and the skinny jeans and lattes and smoke machines and all the nonsense and the clown show that everything started becoming. And we have to return back to Jesus. Jesus is the answer. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage. Let's go ahead and continue to play uh, this clip, my friend, uh, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. No question. We also just had a pastor come down from Canada. He was 10 days in solitary confinement. And then he got out and he was uh, actually confined Talking to Talking about house. Pastor Arthur. But I told him, well, I mean, it could have been worse, but you're with your wife and kids, so she should be happy. You were not still in solitary. But, I mean, this is the stuff that's going on around the world. And really, as I always said, this was an attack against the church because they know that the church is a meeting place, a place of fellowship, a place of community, and a place if pastors really speak up, they actually have weight with the congregation and they wanted to silence all the preachers and really put a shot across the bow and make everybody be afraid. We better just comply, get everybody masked, get them all tested, get them vaxxed. And then you saw what happened where churches actually became vaccine centers, where people came. So what what I, I said to pastors is, okay, so let's think about this. We have to close the church down 
because of COVID. But now the same church that's closed because of COVID, we can now open to come and get a vaccine? That didn't make sense. So, you know, if you, if you just reason it out, it's like pure insanity. And then you begin to realize it was not about 15 days to slow the spread. And now they, they come up with the monkeypox concoction, you know, so, which I think is more donkeypox, personally. You know, and it's really whatever that narrative is, what they want to push, the Agenda 2030, and, uh, you know, which was Agenda 21, then Agenda 2030, and the whole bringing America uh, into conformity. And I think last time I was on your program, we talked about it, where they underestimated. They thought that America was one country and we just bow. They didn't realize we actually 50 states and the states are sovereign. So unlike the UK or other nations, where they actually have to obey, we don't. We have a constitution. Exactly. And, and so Fauci last week said Americans are bad. They don't know how to obey authority. Well, he's not a real authority. Everything he said is a lie. Plus, he doesn't work. Listen, he, the guy, the guy is, a, is a puppet put there basically by the World Health Organization and the United Nations. He, was, he talks to them. They tell him what to do, and then he forces it on the American people. That guy should be arrested immediately. And for all of the stuff perpetrated on humanity, really war crimes, totally. Soros should be arrested right now. Fauci should be arrested. Bill Gates should be arrested. All these people that are complicit in wreaking havoc on our planet. But they're losing, Alex. They are losing. It's coming unraveled. It's well, coming well, God unraveled. bless you, Pastor. I want to do one more segment with you in your precious times. I know you work around the clock like we do and we love you. I want to come back and cover whatever topics you want. We haven't talked other than text messages this morning. I've got a lot of questions, but I want you to talk about whatever you think is most important right now. I'm worried about the new lockdowns they're announcing, the wars they're trying to start, the collapsing borders, what's going to happen to Biden. But I want to hear what's front and center for Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. Straight ahead, visit his site, revival.com. Everybody's church should be his church. If all right, so I'm going to continue playing this clip here because this is just good stuff. I love Pastor Rodney. I'm thankful for lions and generals. I'm thankful for people that are standing up. I'm thankful for people that are not capitulating to, you know, this whole thing with the genders, with, with the pronouns, with, with now they're trying to fund, we've been covering this a lot, they're trying to fund this uh, gender, you know, transition hormone blockers, and they want, you know, this is coming down the pike. And you're probably not hearing a lot of people talking about this. In fact, you may not be hearing anybody talking about this because I got this directly from a congressperson who's literally sounding the alarm to me as a Christian leader and the head of the Religious Liberty Coalition. And they're saying that Christian churches, nonprofits, you know, ministries are going are gonna to be forced if this thing goes through and they're going around the Congress and just shoving it down the throats of the American people where we will have to pay for through our insurance you know we're gonna have to pay for gender reassignment surgery nonsense crazy all right we have a couple more minutes in this uh let's go back to the interview with pastor rodney howard brown about fauci saying he should be arrested for crimes against humanity on the alex jones show here you go by the soros state attorney who's now been fired for violating his oath of office and dereliction of duty and being the agent of soros uh, governor DeSantis did a great job there but so much to talk about what is front and center for you, Pastor Brown? All right, so I feel such an urgency, and I believe I talked to you a little bit about it already, is, is food because of the, the over 100 plants that have burnt 
and then cattle that are suddenly dying, they're trying to blame on climate change, which that's not even true. Um, and basically to create a food shortage so that they can then drive the people to the food, to the bread line. So we've started a major growing, I have five acres under greenhouses and we are growing in the middle of summer, which is unheard of here in Florida, but we're also mobilizing churches. What I'm trying to do is get churches in all 67 counties of the state of Florida to grow. And we actually got six other farms working with us and basically so that we can set up a marketplace and really uh, feed the people because if there's a food shortage, they're gonna end up in government food lines. But we should be on the front end of that. So we already took some heat over it. People said, well, what's that gotta do with the gospel? I said, well, have you ever seen Jesus multiplied the loaves and the fish to feed the multitudes? And I mean, so we've gotta look after people and that's what we're doing. Uh, we're building a massive seed bank and a whole basically laboratory so we can test our own animals so they can't And to say, be clear, oh, well. I, I didn't know you'd go here, but I, I watch your sermons almost every week. The Holy Spirit put it on you. This is coming. And now they admit worldwide collapse, total famines. Uh, Gates is buying up all the seeds. They're trying to buy up all the farms. The answer is get all the churches involved in community farms and get others too, and we have them in checkmate. So what the Holy Spirit told you to do, what, a couple of years ago, has been now proven to be dead on. Yeah, totally. So we have cattle, we have sheep, we have chicken, both for eggs and for meat. And then also just to teach people how to grow. And we've even got systems where they can grow in the inner city on your balcony. You can take a bag of soil, just poke holes in it, plant seeds in there, and you can actually have vegetables every week. So, um, you know, people used to do that 100, 200 years ago, but people don't do that now. Everybody thinks they will just go to the supermarket and go buy it. And the, the enemy line. knows that. That's our weak point. So you are so dead on with this. Yeah. So we set up like a training center here that's part of our university. So people can send it. There's no charge, no charge at all. They can send people from their church and they can come spend three, four days. We'll show them how to grow, what they can do. And then and we that's can what's actually so beautiful. Things. Most churches only work with themselves. You are trying to take ideas of God and, and, the, and resistance and you are a major leader, and it's not about obviously complimenting you, you have the model of victory that we should be following. Well, you know, here's the bottom line. I feed everybody. It doesn't matter if they're not part of our church or whatever. We feed everybody because people are people. So somebody say, well, I go to the first church or whatever. I, I don't really care. You're a human being. I'm gonna take care of your food. We've been feeding, you know, a thousand families every week in Tampa for over 20 years. That's why when I got arrested, the city was almost in a, gonna riot. You know, they, they were going to rise. So the bottom line is we have to do this. And the biggest problem I'm dealing with right now is trying to get pastors to catch the wave of it, to, to understand the importance of it, that we're not just there to preach to them on Sundays, but we really need to take care of the congregation through the week. And obviously the, uh, jobs, you know, all of this, all of this stuff. But I believe we can put people back to work. I believe we can, the, the whole economy can be built around each local church well, that's right. The whole enemy attack is about us not having any communities. It was the churches that started the Revolutionary War that launched the country. It'll be the churches again finding their mission again that'll save the country and the world. Yes. And I, Alex, I believe there's many pastors that want to do, but they don't know what to do. So I just got to try to get, if I can, I'm, my biggest frustration is trying to get the message to them and then for them to see, because in every congregation, there's people that love growing. They love growing, but they don't have an outlet. So 
and especially seniors. There's many seniors. What we've seen come out of the woodwork since I started all of this. I've got seniors coming from all over. Pastor, we grow. We farmers. We retired. We can we help? We all want to help. We just had a conference here. We had a youth conference with um, just under 4,900 young people from the age of three to 19 for a whole week. They came from all across America. Then we had, a, 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 you know, for everybody, we had just on 7,000 come 28 countries, 50 states. And so it's in the middle of summer. I mean, our university's off. So they all come back down in another week or so. But they were all just set on fire, went back home, we're getting so many testimonies of kids. I put it, I put zip lines in the back of the pavilion. It was totally awesome. And many kids gave their life to the Lord. Uh, people that were on the brink of suicide. Uh, kids, I mean, hurting themselves, you know, cutting themselves. We had You're all getting them out of, of the satanic metaverse and into the Holy Spirit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And these kids are hungry for God. They just want Jesus. They... We did that special mud run thing, which was totally awesome. And uh, cheering them on just was so great to see kids, uh, you know, because they never get to do that. Some of them. And remember, from while the topless bars stayed open and while the mega grocery stores stayed open and while the liquor stores stayed open, they told the churches close. Yeah, yeah. We must close, but you can go gamble. We must close. And I said, as long as Walmart's open, as long as there's 24-hour Walmart, there'll be 24-hour River Church, and we're not shutting down. So, uh, you know, I'm, my, my mind's already working ahead towards, like you said earlier, about the coming lockdowns and what they want to implement. And I know all of that, but I can't just spend my time on that. I have to move um, ahead of, I got to get ahead of the curve. And the only way is for mobilization of the body of Christ. All right, this is the Todd Coconato Radio Show. We're listening to Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, a true lion in general. And we'll be right back after this, toddcoconado.com. You can follow us, pastortodd.org. This is Real Talk Radio. We'll be right back. It's time for the Lions to Roar. Welcome back. Real Talk Radio, Todd Coconado here. Let the Lion Roar. Man. Where are the lions at? Are you roaring? See, now is not the time for us to bow down. That's what they want us to do. They want us to capitulate. They want us to cave. They want us to bow down. They want us to grow weary. They want you to be depressed. Put your head in the sand. Don't do anything. See, that's what I. That's why I'm highlighting this story. You say, why are you covering this the whole show? You know, it's somebody else's show. I'm covering it because what's being said here, if we understand this, if we grasp this, if we make this our MO, our modus operandi, if we, if we do this, we're going to be able to win because God has given us the winning strategy and we're on the winning team. We don't have to be afraid of these people. Why are we afraid of them? Look at these people. Have them dressed like women. Those are the people we're afraid of. I mean, I don't know about you. When I was in high school, I was, I was taking people down. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Okay, I wasn't a weak sauce guy. And, you know, the Lord got a hold of my life. He got me healed and delivered. Thank God. I accepted him as my Lord and Savior. I'm not doing that now. But he made me a fighter. And it's for a reason. It's for a time as this. Are you a fighter? Maybe you weren't doing some of that stuff, but you could still be a fighter. You could, st you could be a mama bear. You could be a grandma bear. It doesn't matter. Grandpa bear. The bottom line is you got the unction. You got the urgency. You got the chutzpah. Because these people are sick and they're demonic. 
And that's why we're standing up. There's nothing more powerful than an awakened church, an empowered church, the Church of Philadelphia. So I'm just going to play a few more minutes of, of Pastor Rodney Hart Brown on the Alex Jones Show, and then I'll have some closing thoughts here. All right, Pastor, shout, Pastor Brown. Yeah. Okay, so as you're watching right now, people say, well, I don't believe there is a God. But the fact is, uh, you actually do. You just don't want to acknowledge that you can look at creation and not realize someone bigger. This is a master design from when you look out at the stars, when you see creation, when you look at a baby being born. So that didn't just happen, ladies and gentlemen. So here's what I always tell people, you know, that have never experienced God. Just call out, say, God, if you're real, show yourself to me. We have many testimonies from people around the world that didn't believe there was a God, but then they said, okay, if you are really real, then show yourself to me. Reveal yourself to me. And God came and showed them in no uncertain terms that he is alive. So I want to pray for you right now. And I'm going to actually pray a prayer where you can actually ask him. First of all, I'll pray, I'll pray two prayers. The first one, where I'm going to ask him to reveal himself to you. And then the second one, for those that want to surrender your life to him right now. And we'll just do that on the air. So let's do that. Father, as people are watching right now, and many that are seeking, they don't know, they, they maybe never knew, grew up around church. All the experience they had around church was terrible. But I pray that you would reveal yourself to them and show that you are alive. So pray this off me, say, God, if you are really, really real, then show yourself to me, reveal yourself to me. If you, if you prove yourself to me, I will serve you all the days of my life. And now for the people that want to give your life to the Lord, why don't you just do this right now? Just say, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me in your blood. Thank you that 2,000 years ago, you died on the cross of Calvary for me. And you gave your life for me. And that today, I repent of my sin. Come into my heart now. I confess Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior. And I thank you that you died for me, you were buried for me, and you rose from the dead for me, and you coming back again for me. Thank you even now for saving me. Now, Father, I pray for every person that prayed that prayer. I pray for the peace of God to flood their life. Fill them with your Holy Spirit. Fill them with your anointing that they would know that you're with them. They are not alone. That when they lie on their bed at night, they can talk to you and you talk to them. And Father, I pray a hunger would come upon them that they begin to read their Bible because your word speaks to us. And as your word speaks to us, that you would guide them, that you would help them realize why they are alive at this hour. They're not here by accident. They're here by God's divine purpose. And I pray that every person listening to me, you would find heaven's purpose for your life. You're not just here in, in existence. God has ordained that you be here at this day and this hour, that your voice will be lifted up and your voice will be heard and you're going to touch people that no one else can touch. So this is very, very important and that God would use you the remainder of your days. And some of you might say, I'm too young. You write you're just the right age. Some might say I'm too old for this. God can use you in the next three years to be what would be the equivalent of a whole lifetime if you would just yield to him right now and talk to him. If you talk to God, he will talk to you and he will lead you and he will guide you. Please read your Bible. Very important. Start with the gospel. Start with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Then read the book of Acts so you can see the power that's available to the church 
in this hour. Don't listen to outside voices. Listen to what the Word of God says. Very, very important. If you're anywhere in the Tampa, Florida area, come visit us here. You can go to our website, revival.com. You can also fill out one of the forms. I'll send you a book, 500-page book on Jesus for free. It'll, it'll, it'll bless you. It's called Seeing Jesus as He Really Is. And if you're anywhere around here, come visit us and uh, come see what's happening. Come get involved. We have a university. We give away scholarships. And um, God can use you. So, Pastor Brown, Pastor Brown, thank you so much. Please visit us again soon. All right, there it is, my friend, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown on the Alex Jones Show, speaking absolute truth, uh, sharing what's going on. Pastors need to stand up. Listen, if you're a pastor, a ministry leader, if God's put an unction on your heart to stand up in this hour, you are a lion, you are a general, you are called for a time as this. If you just gave your heart to the Lord in that invitation, I want to hear from you too. You can write me, Todd.Coconato, Todd.Coconato, at R-L-C-U-S, Religious Liberty Coalition, U-S, dot org. Todd.Coconato, C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O, at R-L-C-U-S dot org. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to send you a Bible. I'd love to make sure you're set up for success because we are in a battle but you are not alone. That's what I want you to understand. You're not alone. Whether you're a single mom, you're not alone. Single dad, you're not alone. You know, you're lonely, you're single, period. You're not alone. Okay, you're not alone. It doesn't matter, you know, you're married and you're lonely, but you're not alone. See, God is with us and he wants us to go deeper, deeper in him. In fact, I put up a post about this this week, which I'm gonna read. He wants us to go deeper, my friends. Just before the show is over tonight, I just want you to, by the way, if you're not following me on Telegram, please follow me on Telegram, Todd Coconado. You can follow me on the Rumble channel, Rumble, the Todd Coconado show. Very important. But I want to read this to you before we get ready to leave here. It says, God is always willing to take us deeper. In each and every season in Christ, we have the ability and opportunity to hunger and thirst for righteousness, to die to our flesh, and to get more into God's word. It's these things that take us deeper in the presence of God and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, because faith comes from hearing, hearing the word of God. The word is the sword. We must know it. It's our daily bread. If we aren't going deeper, we have to ask ourselves why. Are we in the word? Do we have a regular prayer life? Do we listen to the conviction of the Holy Ghost? Are we willing to be consecrated before the Lord? The Spirit will show us what it is if there's a block. But God stands ready to take us deeper into a new season of growth and depth in Him. The question is, is this our goal or are we distracted? Listen, what I'm saying is not to judge or condemn anyone. This is a serious conversation that we need to have because when we go deeper, it's not for anyone else as much as it is for us personally. Although when someone is empowered with the Holy Spirit, it does also greatly impact all around you as well. God wants us to be set up for success, ultimate success, both in this world and for eternity. When we course correct or repent of sin and unrighteousness in our life, God takes us into a closer walk and we experience growth in him. He is more than enough. Step into the river of living water today. If you've not already, it's the biggest and best decision you will ever make. And that's the truth, my friends. That is the truth. That's why we do what we do. It's not for followers. It's not for likes. 
It's not to have our name in lights or to be some Christian celebrity. It's because the truth sets the captive free. And God is the truth. Amen. All right. Love you. Bless you. ToddCoconato.com. PastorTodd.org. This is Real Talk Radio. We bless you in Jesus' name. Hey, friends, I'm so thankful that you tuned in to today's broadcast. You know, the Spirit of the Lord wants to move all the time. And that's why we're doing what we're doing is because we believe that God wants to move in America, that he's not done with this country. And uh, that's what this ministry is all about. We actually got three things God is doing. ToddCoconado.com is Todd Coconado Ministries. We got Remnant.news, which is news from a biblical worldview. And then we've got the Religious Liberty Coalition, which is standing up for religious liberty and freedom here in the United States. Thank you so much for listening to today's broadcast. We bless you in Jesus' name.